This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we question if our kids are leading a double life. What do you mean he eats his peas when you feed them to him? Plus, Biz is still in Bama, and Teresa has an epic three-part fail. Woo! Teresa. Yeah. The the future is here. We're here and now. Yeah, for our listeners. Yeah. (laughs) You should know that I am in Birmingham, as as referenced in the opening uh, sequence there, and we are Skyping. Yeah. Have you guys heard of Skype? I don't know if you guys... It's this way... (laughs) To make a phone call over the internet that works okay. <laughs> so settle back for a, for one of the finest sounding shows where anything could happen. Anywho, how are you, Teresa? I'm good. I feel like I haven't like talked to you in so long, and I feel I like so much has happened. And I'm not gonna lie, I've had so many moments since you left <laughs> where I like thought in my head about what my like check-in was gonna be like I was like yeah I'm gonna like be like because stuff is really coming together stuff is really good like blah 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 (laughs) and then like the next day like why did I think that that would be my intro like everything is falling apart and I'm a mess like I've had so many highs and lows and so many (laughs) like I just feel like so much has happened I don't even know where to begin yeah it's it's very weird by the time I get back to California I'll be like I don't know the trip was fun Whatever. I know. Uh, because so, well, we're going to, like, forget everything. That's the other part. Because yeah. it's super brain. We don't remember stuff. Anything. It right. stops being important, at, like, the next day. And you're like, whatever. Uh, that, that's whatever. over. Whatever that yeah. was. Who cares? Didn't, I'm just getting, didn't learn getting, anything from that, probably. <laughs> yeah, just getting up and doing it again. Yeah. Um, what? So, but are you okay? Yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm mostly okay. I am mostly okay. I'm mostly really good. Um, yeah. One thing that has just been really hard the last couple days is just and this is not my fail but you're totally gonna make fun of me for this but just Oscar has <laughs> had like a couple of really bad falls in the last couple oh, days and so he sucks. has like a really big bruise on his forehead and these are all things <laughs> where I'm like right there you know yeah. and like a big bruise on his forehead that won't go away and like another bruise like on his <laughs> cheek where he like oh. fell and something poked him in the cheek and just really <laughs> Like sad things, and I think, um, and then this morning, <laughs> like this morning, he like fell. He was tired and like fell backwards and hit his head on a piece of furniture in our house, and actually Ugh. like got a little cut with like some oh, blood. No. And I freaked out. Like Jesse was like super calm, and I freaked out and was just like, I mean, I was just, I, I don't know, I just felt horrible about it. And then like I took Simon to school, and Oscar was with me, and like of course Simon's teacher did what everyone does when you're out in the world with a baby that has a bruise on in their face yeah. and says like, oh, what happened? And I totally <laughs> just started crying and was like, <laughs> he t- and there's no story. It's just yeah. like he's just doing his stuff. And like, I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like uh, Jesse, he's, he's sensitive about it in the sense that like he cares that like 
Oscar got a bump, whatever. Right. You know, he cares. But, like, he's also like, this is what they do. Like, every time he falls, he's, like, learning something about what he can and can't do. And he's, like, totally fine. He's totally fine. Yeah. But I also feel like because I spend so much time with Oscar out in the world, just me, I'm the one who has to, like, talk about his injuries all day with people. Ooh, like, that, I'm yeah. constantly being asked about the bruise on his face constantly I have to talk about it with people like 10 times a day or more that's really actually very interesting that is that is a really interesting point I think it's going to play into a little bit about our conversation today a little bit but I that's that thing where you're the one who's sort of having to report the information over and over and over and over again so it is a big deal to you it is a big deal to me and because I'm the one being asked about it and like reporting about it it's like I'm responsible and I am responsible I'm the parent but like Jesse's also responsible but like he doesn't have to be like held responsible all the time it feels like (laughs) do you know what I mean like right right so like and also I know I shouldn't care what people think but, like, uh, every uh, time there's a part of me that's, like, I need to show this person that I'm upset that my kid is upset, too, and that right. that I'm a good mom and that I, you know, did wh- everything that I could to prevent this from happening. You know what I mean? Like, Right. I know. Uh, that's hard. I'm sorry. Okay. That sucks. And it actually is not your fault. I no. mean, children fall right in front of us all the time. I know. <laughs> you know, it, it does happen. Ellis has been really reminent. This week. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. He's got a bruise right on his butt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, he just, just lands. Yeah, this house. Okay, so we're still in Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, and my parents' house have a ton of stairs. So Ellis is learning stairs on this trip because uh, yeah. our house doesn't have any stairs. Yeah. And so it's all, and he's, he is mastering them, but it is a lot of like boom on the butt, boom yeah. on the butt, <laughs> boom. Yeah. Crazy, crazy stare, crazy stare. Um, uh, other than I, – I would like to say that I am doing poorly <laughs> because <laughs> Ellis is sleeping poorly. So uh-huh. I am in – I'm in Alabama. I'm yeah, at my parents' wait, house. Yeah, and how long have you been there now? We have been here since ju- June 5th. Okay. And it Which- is now – June 22nd. 22nd. And yeah. we're here till the 29th. Okay. So and you've been there two weeks. A little over two weeks, yep. And, and you've got like a week to go. Week to go. And they, and every, it's going great. It, you know, like I came here with the intention of I want the kids to have this time with the grandparents and get to know them and have this relationship and spend time in Alabama. And all of those things are happening. But Ellis is waking up at four in the morning mm-hmm. and he's going to sleep at his normal time. He naps at his normal time. He had totally shifted himself back, but he's just waking up. Every day it creeps back further and further. This morning it was 3.50. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. That's and not my, even daytime at that's all. That's not even that's daytime. That's not, like, remotely daytime. It's not remotely daytime. And so I uh, am losing my mind. Yeah. That, I, today, you just cry, yeah. crying, crying. for no. I spilled a little of my coffee as soon as I got it. Yeah. And I cried. I just uh, cried. I was of like, course. Yeah. I was like, my fucking coffee. Can I have fucking anything nice? What the, what's the problem? Right. It's just a lot because like you're running on the not a lot of sleep. Plus, you still have to do all the parenting stuff you do. Like just being in somebody else's house doesn't mean you're not parenting still. Right. You know, you still – and like 
every Katie Bell, I mean, both my kids are like super hyped kids, and like Katie Bell's just like, I'm so excited to be around people, <laughs> just yeah. like out of control. Yeah. I think we have broken my parents. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> we we need another nap. We gotta go take a nap. Yeah, you know? and um, so uh, it has been, it has been both good and both incredibly tiring. And Stefan arrives in like three days to finish off the tail end of the trip and I may just go to a hotel. <laughs> yeah. I may just lock myself that in would be the bedroom. Totally a great idea. Yeah, I need hotel like hotel room a, by yourself. Oh yeah. Like yeah. just go somewhere to sleep for yeah. like a day. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I will say, because you know, we get a lot of calls on the on the hotline saying talking about sleep deprivation. Yeah. And it is, I just forgot because we had yeah. had a really good run. Yeah. And I don't know if this is sleep regression or if, or what, but I am tired. So apologies if the show goes a little haywire because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I canceled last. We were going to record this last week, and I just was done. Like, I just was like, I can't put two and two together yeah. right now no, because my brain is so fried. So, so yeah. enjoy. Enjoy, yeah. guys. Speaking of being in a foreign place... Yeah, with with even even with people that you know, uh, today we are going to talk about our children leave, leading a double life and why they sometimes act differently with other people. Please take a moment to remember: if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Double life. Your yeah. children. Yeah. Have, have you ever had a moment <laughs> where you have felt like possibly your children act differently with you than with other people? Yes. Yes, yes that's, that. that's not a myth. That's not a parenting myth. I feel like I experience, <laughs> I experience that daily, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, tell me, how do, you, how do you experience it? Well. Or who do you, yeah, or who do you experience it with? I mean, primarily for me, I think, like, there's two ways that it comes up. One is, like, um, when Jesse is hanging out with the boys, uh, they, like, seem... Well, especially Oscar, just like way less like clingy and needing to like, like Simon yeah. doesn't need to like, like rope Jesse into like every possible thing. You know what I mean? And yeah, like Oscar doesn't mellow. like follow him around like trying to yeah. be held all the time. So they just yeah. kind of like play. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. You mean have a nice time and all interact at a normal pace? Yeah. Like, and they're yeah. just like constantly like kind of like trying to like fight over me in a weird way not that they're yeah. fighting over me but like kind of like vying for my attention a little bit um yeah. and then the other way that it comes up is like out in the world um people are constantly telling me how serious Oscar is <laughs> just because i think he's not that into like strangers coming up usually Right. Or, like, people that he doesn't know that well or he hasn't seen in a while. Like, it usually takes him a little bit to warm up, you know? Yeah. And he totally has a serious face. But I think a lot of kids <laughs> have that. And so, like, when people are like, oh, so is he, like, really, he's really serious. And I, I kind of want to just be like, <laughs> he's, like, really goofy. Like, he's, yeah. like, really happy and, like, easygoing and fun. 
Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. I, I absolutely, the like, whenever I have Ellis out, he's like super, especially on this trip to Alabama, uh, he's been extra, like, has to be on me the whole time. And when we go out to the store, his new thing is when somebody says hi to him, he just reaches over to me and puts his hand on my chest, <laughs> like, sort of like, sort of as if he's indicating, you need to speak to this one. Oh, this is, I'm with her. That's kind Not, of adorable. It though. really is adorable. But anyway, everybody's always like, and he snuggles in and stuff. And they're like, he's so sleepy. Who's a sleepy baby? Your baby must be so tired. And I'm like, he's not fucking tired. He just yeah. got through with a nap. So I'm t- yeah. <laughs> or worse, they're like, your baby is such a good, he's so cute. He's so funny. I bet he's happy all the time. And I just think back to all the screaming. In my house, like the insanity. But the same thing with Stefan. Like when Stefan plays with the kids, there's no like Ellis kicking Katie Bell the moment she comes near me. There's no like they all seem to be able to play for endless amounts of time Mm -hmm. in Katie Bell's room Mm -hmm. without screaming or Stefan running for his life. Yeah. Like they seem to have this nice time. Yeah. So and then again, there's other places this happens too. There's like, you know, school. Mm-hmm. You know, Katie Bell's not running around leaving shit all over the floor at school. Right. <laughs> she's like, oh, totally. You know, she's totally being on her best behavior. She does what she's asked the first time she's asked. Oh, yeah. You, you know, she's like, I, I think about like being with the, my grandparent, I mean, my folks right now. And she's, she actually, she's like super almost insane with them. She's almost just like, she cannot contain herself with them she's like louder and more physical and more jumpy and more like i want to show you everything at once like and it hasn't died down at all and i'm like well that's the opposite of how she i mean she's crazy because she's five but like she just seems to not be able to like censor herself at all do you think it's because she can sense that like she they're her captive audience in a way Uh, okay well this is what that that is actually a great question i wanted to ask about this i feel like when you start you know regardless of where it is or who it's with you know there's always that moment where somebody says something to you about your kid or you have your own moment where you're like why are you able to do that with my kid? Like your yeah. kid's acting different. Yeah. I feel like the first two responses that either come out of my mouth or somebody else's mouth fall into sort of two camps. And I bring these up because you just said something amazingly, not either one. And I'm going to come back to that. But like, it's usually while well, the kids are manipulating you, they oh, act yeah. worse for you, they act worse for you, or they treat you in this different way, or it's harder yeah. for you with your kid because your kid's manipulating you. And then, which I just think is so horrible. It and is then, horrible. And I, no. I, I and just, just no. Like, and no. Just, right. My, my three, four, five, they may be catching on that, like, different people allow them to do different things. Yeah. But I don't think they're fucking with me. Okay. And then, no. Two, and also, even if, like, there's some better way of saying that that's like yeah. respectful of the fact that they're a tiny child. They're a <laughs> tiny person. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're not they're not like they don't have like a secret you know, agenda, agenda. Exactly. Yeah. It's like thinking that they're sleep. Like it's like when you're dealing with sleep training or whatever, people are yeah. like, they're doing it on purpose. Right. <laughs> they, I promise. They're just testing you yeah. to see when you'll break. And it's like, yeah, you're no, s- probably not. Cause that's an eight month old. That's right. They don't but- know what words are even yet. <laughs> so, and the other, the other category it falls into is, uh, we have different disciplinary styles and you're just too loose. 
You're too loose with them. Oh. You let them get away with murder. Is it always Maybe. that you're too loose? No, no. I'm just saying like that. I see that you're come up. You're too loose like, or, yeah. Or I'm too firm. Like, too you firm. know, yeah. like where, where, for example, if if they're having a better time with Stefan, then a natural response for me might be like, well, you let them do. You know, you let them do different things than I do. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like the grandparents let them get away with murder or yeah. the babysitter lets yeah. them watch TV. You know what I mean? Like yeah. somehow. Somehow it's our fault, right? Somehow like, it's our fault right. or it's the kid's fault. Or it's the kid's and like, fault. That's kind of yeah. what I wanted to get into for a second yeah. about like these two sort of responses to the situation that I just feel are so riddled with negativity. Oh, Totally. And it feels like a like it feels like whichever one is said to you or whichever one comes out of your mouth, it's really hard to go anywhere from there. Oh yeah. yeah. Like I mean, it, totally on me or totally on yeah, and I know that this has happened because I've seen it come up on message boards and in discussions with friends and all that kind of stuff, where I know I've said shitty things like, Well, you just you're letting them do that. Yeah. You know, like I'm trying to keep them X, Y, and Z and make sure that they do this and this is their routine and you go in and play games the whole time. You know, yeah. like what I thought was interesting was you just said. I said maybe Katie Bell senses that her yeah. grandparents are like her captive audience. Like, Which in other words, a, like she can tell like that this is like a special time with right. them. She's their granddaughter and like she, you know, it's kind of like. This is like a special relationship, and she she's like figuring out what that is. So it's really yeah, exciting, that, you know. You are so nice. I, <laughs> it, it, but but I think that's totally right because that like when th- when I was thinking about this topic, I was wondering like how much is that feeling of like why is my kid totally doing stuff with you, or why do they do? Why are they always nice to me but crazy with so and so? Um. I always kind of go back to this place of is it are they at all or Mm -hmm. is it that like because I'm having a bad day or I haven't had sleep or because I'm the one with with them most Mm -hmm. like like I get most the most exposure to them you know is that playing into how I perceive their actions right maybe they're just as crazy with Stefan for example but he just he just rolls with it. Right. In a different way that totally. I do. Or, like you said, is it just that they understand that this is a different time with somebody else and they want to kind of get the most out of that time? They want to have a different experience. Yeah. I and mean, it's not I a think, bad thing. Yeah. Like, I think what all, like, I totally agree with you about, like, it's so impossible sometimes to separate, um, like, noticing the way your kids are acting differently from, like, what am I doing wrong, like, to make this happen. But, like, I think if you think about it, like, it would be weird for our kids to act the same with everyone all the time. Our relationships, of course, are going to be different with them than they are with other people. It's going to be different with us than it is with our our partners is going to be different with us than it is with extended family is going to be different with us it's going to be different amongst the world like the world they're always I mean we're different with different people I'm different with you than I am with like you know people I work with I'm different with you than I am with like my parents my parents do you, you know what do I'm you saying mean I have to set the same expectations <laughs> I want for myself on my children <laughs> no but do you know what I'm saying like I no, think this I may like I think what might be hardest about this is we're seeing like maybe some positive behaviors that we would wish we got to enjoy more of right. maybe I think so much of it is just out of our control because of like <laughs> nature like the dynamic the like natural dynamic of yeah 
I, you know what? That's hard. I think that's hard. I think because I'm actually having, I would say up until this trip to Alabama, usually my experience comes from the perspective of why, why can't I get the kids to do X, Y, and Z, you know, mm-hmm. or why do they always, you know, talk back to me and not that, you know, like I always yeah. feel like I was the one who was going to yeah. put a like my kids, like Lots worse. of people say my kids only have tantrums at home. My kids right. only have I'll, tantrums with me. My kids, like exactly. people say that yeah. a lot. Yeah. But on this trip, watching Katie Bell just get like so hyped mm-hmm. uh, with the, with my folks, I suddenly feel like I go on the defensive. Like I have right. to be like, I, I feel like. It's almost like I've got to spend my time being like, she's not normally like this, or she's really yeah. working on this, or like, ah! like I suddenly, yeah. I think either way, both make me feel like I'm doing something. It, it makes you self judge. And totally. I think when you're around other people, or when you go pick your kid up from school and they're like, oh, your kid was, you know, beating somebody up, or biting somebody, or picking their nose, or wasn't listening, or was a perfect angel, or whatever it is. You feel like you have to justify it a little mm-hmm. bit or you feel suddenly feel like there's a spotlight turned on me where I'm just mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know why they're doing – like I, I feel yeah. like there's a pressure to either like step back from it or it makes me feel like I've got to like ride my kids even harder in huh. front of people. Like, like they're kind of waiting for a show. Like, did Interesting. you see? Yeah. yeah. I wonder if that is a dynamic of being around family or, or friends who you, you don't see like super mm. regularly because there's right. a little bit of that, like, this is our chance to like get a window into your world and like see how you really are. And like, there's a little bit of exposure there, like vulnerability, yeah. like, oh, I mean, I have that every time we have family come visit. It's a little bit like, I'm letting people in to like see and I don't know. And just the fear of being judged, however you're going to handle it. And kids are so unpredictable. Like you don't know if, if you react to something the same way you always would at home, you might get a totally different reaction like out in the world or with like a family member present than you normally would. I think there is also like a tendency to want to say, oh, this isn't like normally how it is. But then that kind (laughs) of like makes you feel even weirder and like more defense. Like who cares? Like everybody knows things are weird on vacation. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) That's just it. Is there anything that like you do to help yourself get through that moment when you realize you're having that moment of like, ah, like either while walking in and finding Jesse and the kids having a great time. And you just feel like, I always feel like Hagar, the horrible's wife. Like, I just feel like that's how I look and like emotionally feel. And just like, I'm just like a scrubbing iron in my hands. And I'm just like, no one knows who Hagar the horrible is, but whatever. Comic strip. Anyway. So like, I just feel like this haggled, horrible, like stump of a woman whenever I walk in and see them having this great time. I'm like, it's hard to, how do you cope with that? Or is there anything that like people are like, hey, your your kid really enjoys this, like little facts they want to give you. Is there anything like... You know what? This is really interesting. I, I, I don't, that does not make me feel bad. If Mm. something goes well when I'm not there, it's a relief to me. It makes me feel better. And it's the same with like... Um, our babysitter, like if something, if Oscar's like doing well during the day and I get like a good report, it makes me feel really good. Or if she says, oh, he was having so much fun doing blah, blah, blah. It just makes me happy that they figured out something they like to do together. It's more like 
when stuff doesn't go well that I get mm. weird. Like, she'll be like, like, oh, like when Oscar was a baby and we were doing like the early baby potty training stuff. And like, he would <laughs> never go for her on the potty. Right. And he, I would take him like a few times a day. He would always go for me. Well, right. not always, but most of the time he would go. And she was always like, yeah, I sat him there and like, he won't go. And it was like, it really bugged me, even though like, I love her and totally trust her. And I couldn't think of like anything she'd be doing wrong per se, but it just bugged me because I was like, I felt like, A, I felt like that's bad because that's like a lot of times of it not working, which like, I feel like kind of goes in, it's like regressive a little bit. But B, I was like, it kind of made me just think like, what like do you like not believe that this is something he can do like is that why it's not working like you don't believe right. that it's happening you your response to like yeah, I agree when I hear that the kids have done great with somebody or yeah. have had like a really positive experience I agree I love the feeling of my kids doing great yeah however if I'm having a bad day or if uh-huh. I've been out of shape it's nothing about the kids it's about the person they had the good time with or it, it becomes huh. this like I become sort of like I get like competitive. Mad. Yeah, I get competitive. That's yeah. exactly right. I get competitive. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's and it's not like it's totally removed from like don't have fun with my kid. <laughs> it's not yeah. that. Right. It's purely just like this weird thing of why can't I do that? Yeah. Why why what's what's going on that yeah. I'm not doing that's connecting? Is and it always turns back on me like it's because I'm too tired, it's because I've got to do all the menial stuff in the house as well, yeah. or it's because of X, Y, and Z. I can't yeah. just have fun. But you're right, but you're right. I think it's I think it's important to sort of separate the two and and remember that it, a kid's experience is its own experience, and that's a good thing. Yeah, and that's good, and it's good for your kid also just to because then like I feel like it kind of takes a load off me because I'm like, oh, we did something awesome today. Yeah, like, I don't like that pressure is taken off me in a little in a way. <laughs> do you know what I right. mean? Like I don't have to like find that awesome moment, you know? Like, yeah. And also, I mean, you're. I feel like it's, uh, this reminds me of our anxiety episode. If people Mm. haven't listened to our anxiety episode, you guys could go back and and listen to it. I think there is something, like, don't underestimate the power of, sorry for being cheesy, but, like, redirecting and thinking about the positives. Like, if you're feeling like, oh, like... Like, why can't I ever have fun with him? Like, well, stop yourself there. You don't have you don't have fun with your kid. Like, think about all the stuff you do for him and all the you know what I mean? And there's just just by the amount of time you guys spend together, you guys are having millions of amazing moments a year. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. No, I think it totally falls into you're just thinking of your yeah, yeah, you're you're it's falling your into that trap of like the negative yeah. rather than thinking of all the good, you know, like well, all yeah, the good no, it's stuff. it's the self judging thing. It yeah. comes like it's such an easy thing to trigger all that, and it's and it goes back to that question of is my kid beha- really behaving that different, or is it just how I'm perceiving it? You know what sure. I mean? Am I perceiving yeah. it as a as a like as my partner or the teacher or somebody else being able to do something great or not great? Yeah. Uh, and my kid being able to do something great or not great, does that, it's probably me. But it's the stuff like where people give me tips on my kids after they, right. you know, like, oh, like if, they, yeah. if the teacher's like, Katie Bell's, you know, really sleeping during her rest time. Is there yeah. something going on? I'm like, I don't know. Is there something going on? I have no idea. She doesn't sleep at home. Or like, yeah. or like my parents, we were watching Ellis the other day. And since we've been there, because Ellis is a thrower 
of uh-huh. food. Yeah. And he also is a chef. He'll shove everything on his plate in his mouth at once and then yeah. bag and then spit it all out. And, yeah. I mean, like, it, and I just don't have the time for that. Yeah. We'll learn how to eat from a bowl, everybody. Yeah. So I always just give him a piece at a time and let right. him work on it. And that's how I've instructed them. And I come home and at dinner that night, mom was like, um, he really likes eating from a bowl. And I, know, and I know that it wasn't like anything weird, but totally. like my brain, because I have no sleep, I was just like, well, I know he likes to eat from a fucking bowl. Right. You right. know, like, of course he does. Yeah. But like, I know. Not, oh my God. Right? Is, like the, I know. <laughs> that story, that needs no explanation. Like, just like I just, I so know. <laughs> I so your, know. Your kid, your kid likes hugs. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I, there, there's another thing that I think well-meaning relatives do, yeah. which is like, if you're talking about something your kid does or whatever <laughs> that they say, oh, well, that's because they're doing blah, blah, blah. And they're blah, 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 blah. And they're like right. explaining to you how yeah. kids are. And it's like. <laughs> Okay, uh, thank it. you so much for explaining about my kid to me. <laughs> thank you for telling me about my own. I'd so feel you. I don't, see that falls into that again. There it is. I, why can't I just shut my mouth and be like, thank you? I know. Because because it doesn't matter. Because it doesn't matter. Those little facts, you know, they don't matter. The teacher or somebody saying your kid does X, Y, or Z, and you're yeah. like, ah! now what's wrong is my kid sick do I need to like I know she's yeah. got stomach aches like every time somebody tells me Katie Bell had a stomach ache with them yeah. I just go right back into the like why is she having stomach aches with other people yeah. what's going on like this is yeah. this thing I can't control and yeah. I don't know what to do and like all that stuff and it, it really is one of those things you like you have to sort of let go of and just say to yourself I'm having a bad day don't take that don't blow this up you know, right. or yeah. um, it's because I'm tired that I'm reading this is crazy or they're probably not acting any different with them. They're just having a different experience with them, you yeah. know, like both people. And so, you yeah. know, once again, probably us. Uh, yeah, but, you know. No. <laughs> All right, fine, fine. Other people let them do whatever they want, get away with murder, and our kids are manipulating them. Yeah. Perfect. Kind of story. <laughs> the elephant magician. Merle Highchurch here, the master of clerical magic. I'm Magnus Burnsides, the fighter. Did you guys like that? Did you, the listener, like that? You were just swept up in a world of high fantasy and magic where anything can happen and anything is possible. Hi, I'm Griffin McElroy, Dungeon Master for The Adventure Zone, a new podcast on Maximum Fun, in which magic and mystery intertwine for a very erotically charged role-playing experience. <laughs> you can catch it every other Thursday here on MaximumFun.org or iTunes. It's for Dungeons & Dragons, but with family. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Uh, I am looking forward to this, given that I haven't seen you in two weeks. And I'm operating on no sleep. 
Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. I saw what you did. Oh my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh my God, that's fucking genius. I have a sleep-related genius, so you have to just, like, not hate me for that. Because um, that's just poorly well, timed with what you're going through right now. It's okay. You do. You do. You are up for one, given your horrible sleep okay. episodes Thank the you. last couple of months with okay. the boys. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah. So, uh, quick refresher. Simon, our issue has been that Simon, who is uh, almost four, he'll be four in August, um, he just doesn't wind down and go to sleep at night. He goes to sleep at around 10 o'clock every night um, or has been for ever since he was maybe like two and a half. So that's almost a year and a half of him going to bed at 10 every night. Um, And then he'll sleep in till usually seven or eight in the morning. And then he'll nap at school sometimes for, you know, half an hour, sometimes for an hour. Um, But even if he only naps for half an hour, he's still up until 10 o'clock at night. Wow. um, I was just struggling because that's just hard because I'm tired by 10 o'clock and then Oscar gets up at like 6. So I can't, I don't get any time in the evenings, like just for me and Jesse, you know. And so basically... What I decided to do was I had been thinking, should I wake him up earlier in the morning? And the reason I wasn't doing that was because I felt like, well, at school, they start napping at like 1230 or 1245. Mm. And he'll just make up for the lost morning sleep by taking like an epically long nap at school and still go to bed at 10. And that just sucks for me. So at least I let him sleep in in the morning. But finally, I was at my wit's end, and I thought, let's just... Because then he was, like, skipping naps some days, but not other days. Like, he'd sleep in in the morning, and then sometimes skip the nap and be, like, a mess and have to go to sleep. And then, we and like, every day was just funky. So I just decided, let's just try waking him up when Oscar gets up every morning. And just getting him up, whether it's, like, 6 or 6.30, just get him up at that time of day, even if it's kind of hard to wake him up. And it, like kind of fix the problem almost right away like basically what happens is he gets up in the morning and he's like a little groggy but then he naps in the earlier part of the nap like the class the class has like a sort of like a two-hour block for a nap he's not taking a longer nap he's just taking an earlier nap so he's tired immediately when nap time starts he goes to sleep and then he wakes up a little bit later and then he goes to bed pretty much with Oscar at like I mean it still takes him you know 40 minutes to wind down and fall asleep (laughs) sure it takes him a really long time to wind down that's just the way he is um but He's winding down by like 9, 9.15 rather than wow. 10. And the difference is also he's tired enough and maybe mature enough now that he's staying in bed when I put him wow. to bed, which is That's really game the game changer. Because I, I can put Oscar and Simon in the bath together, read books together, brush teeth together, get in bed together, say goodnight, and literally wow. leave the room. So like I'm I'm cautiously happy (laughs) after like two weeks of this that this is working and we can say goodbye to those nights of like me just sitting in there for like a full hour from 9 to 10 p.m. you know waiting for him like trying to keep him in bed waiting for him to fall asleep that um, is amazing. Thank good you. job. <laughs> that is seriously good. I mean, that's like, and it's also comforting 
to like know that like you can make a decision and and if it works things do change yeah you know what i mean yeah like, you can it, affect it, the situations yeah yeah, it, yeah in some I just, ways. good job good job thank you that's a game especially getting out of that room good job yeah i'm so, so yeah. i'm so happy Ooh. and I, like i have to just say it is a genius and I also know there are some nights ahead of me still that will still oh, sure. really suck for whatever reason. But like, I know time. that there, this is like a major shift. And so I'm really happy. Yeah. Oh, good job. Thanks. How um, about you? Well, mine's really simple. Uh, K-Bell was working a like 60 piece puzzle. You know, Ellis is just like ripping through everything. Like we need to be able to move the puzzle around. So I was like, uh, Grandmama, just grab a baking pan, do the puzzle on the baking pan so you guys can move it around. And my mother was like, that is a really good idea. <laughs> just so if your kids have a little puzzle, it'll fit inside a cookie sheet. And that way they can work on it and you don't have to get stuck losing a table for the rest of the week. When your kid doesn't want to finish their puzzle uh, and vice versa. So anyway, so that's it. That's very simple, straightforward. I love it. Straightforward genius. Great. Hi, Biz and Teresa. I'm calling to share a genius moment or rather a genius technique that my husband and I developed called the coffee shop switch off. It's tremendously improved our ability to get work done while also having fun together on the weekends. I'll start by explaining that my husband works full-time as a teacher, and I work part-time from home as an online art instructor, um, while also being the full-time caregiver for our 10-month-old son. A couple of months ago, when my husband and I were both struggling to get on top of all of our grading, we got this idea to take a family walk downtown to a coffee shop and then take turns playing with our baby so that the other person could grade. So, for example... I'll spend about 30 minutes by myself snacking at the coffee shop and grading on my laptop while my husband takes 30 minutes to wear the baby and the baby Bjorn and walk around antiquing or checking out a toy store. And then he comes back to the coffee shop with our baby and we switch. So he works on his grading in the coffee shop and munches while I watch the baby for 30 minutes at the park next door. So we switch wow. back and forth for like three hours, each taking turns, doing different things with the baby or getting our work done on our laptops. It's really simple, but it's actually very fun. And it's been just incredibly useful because we're both getting family time and work time alone where we can really concentrate. I really like that. Yeah, and really I wonder nice. if you can apply it to other things, not just, you know, like trips it's a little like how Stefan and I do on an airplane where we just yeah. switch off you know yeah. every 30 minutes to an hour but just like nope I'm gonna take the baby we're gonna we're all going out together but we know we're gonna trade this time off you know yeah. what I mean a little bit yeah. I love it good job good job really good job all right Teresa I am ready for your three-part epic fail 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 you suck um okay so let me just start by saying that in many parts of the world, children <laughs> do drink caffeinated beverages. <laughs> and it's not weird. There's lots of kids who drink coffee in Mexico and coffee oh. in, I don't know, other places besides Mexico, probably. Sure. Cuba, maybe. Um, right. <laughs> so... <laughs> this was like two weeks ago. We had a birthday party to go to, a four-year-old birthday party to go to. And for whatever reason, they had scheduled it for 5 to 8 p.m., I guess. Wow. 
Good and, time for our four-year-old's birthday. Yeah. I, Simon is, like, it's kind of a rough time of day for him, but also our younger child was also invited. Like, sim- siblings were invited, and Jesse works at that time of day on Saturdays, so I was yeah. on my own with both boys, so I was definitely bringing Oscar. What happened was this was before my genius uh, bedtime transformation. So <laughs> um, Simon would sleep in on the weekends and skip his nap and go to bed at, like, 7 or 8. And that worked totally fine for us um, most days, most weekend days. Um, But he would have to, like, sleep in and miss his nap. Right. And that was, like, really important to me because it was, like, the one or two nights a week that I got to actually, like, have quiet time in the evenings. And so on this day, I really wanted Simon to not nap before the birthday party because I knew that if he napped, he would go to this birthday party and have this crazy amazing time and be up until like midnight. (laughs) Right. And I just did not want that to happen. So I had this idea that I thought would be pretty genius, which was to give him a little caffeine, (laughs) just like a little caffeine just before the drive, just to keep him up on the drive there. And then on the way home, he probably would, he would maybe fall asleep on the way home and I could just put him into bed and that would be fine. It would be like eight o'clock. Sure. So, but okay. So then I was like, but wait, how am I going to get this caffeine into him? Because like he doesn't like, we joke about how Simon drinks coffee, but he doesn't like coffee. He doesn't like the taste of coffee. He doesn't like soda. He's one of those kids who thinks sodas taste too spicy because of the bubbles. And he, I mean, he doesn't drink tea. I don't know. I was like, how am I going to get caffeine into him? So (laughs) I literally, like, I was like, oh, I know. I'll make him a pumpkin chai latte from that, like, powdered pumpkin chai from Trader Joe's, (laughs) which we had, like, left over in our cabinet from, like, the holidays. I'm like, he's going to love that. It's, like, super creamy and sugary. He rejected it. And so I started getting nervous. Like, oh, God, like, what am I going to do? I've got to force caffeine into my I've got to do it somehow. How am I going to do it? So I go into the fridge, and there's, like, a few. Jesse likes to sometimes get me, like, these kind of just, like, weird uh, drinks from, like, the supermarket that are just, like, a Thai iced tea from, like, a brand you've never heard of. Or, like, some kind of, like, Hawaiian pre-made, like, coffee latte drink that all of these are filled with sugar and so I started like okay Simon we're gonna do like a taste test of the (laughs) drinks that we have in the fridge and it was so sad and funny at the same time I was (laughs) laughing my ass off the entire time and every single thing he tastes he's like I don't like that I don't like that I don't like that I'm really it's so good I'm like trying to get him to drink it (laughs) finally it occurred to me I could make hot chocolate and like put a little bit of the pumpkin chai in the hot chocolate because I was Uh like he probably won't taste it over the chocolate so he drank the whole (laughs) thing of hot chocolate I did all of this this is real I did this okay so I was gonna say I'm so impressed with the amount of effort made up to this point in time and how much caffeine your kid has probably had okay. through this effort. Right? Okay. So he drinks it and I'm like, okay, I think I did it. I think I did it. <laughs> so of course he totally just still falls asleep on the way to the birthday party. Like he just, whatever it was, it was not enough. So he just conks out and I'm like right. talking to him, rolling down the windows, blasting music. <laughs> no, he's totally out. The minute we arrive, he's out. Right. I have to like 
wake him up to get him up for this party crazy insane over the top like they got the highest most expensive fancy package at this party (laughs) there's like an Elsa there there's like 60 kids I mean it's like crazy (laughs) so we go into this and this is with him on having like 10 minutes of a nap and I'm pissed because I'm like yeah he's definitely gonna still be up until 10 tonight because of this like 10 15 minute nap that he had and also, I just am realizing I'm obviously a terrible person. Um, right. And so we go, we have the party. The boys both have an amazing time at the party. Um, Oscar's having their amazing time, but I'm totally exhausted. I mean, it's like insanity because <laughs> I'm chasing after both of them. Oh, yeah. You know? So then it's time to go, and this is, that was that was part one of the fail, the whole caffeine situation. Wow. Part okay. two of the fail is as we're leaving, we're putting our shoes on, and I just. Like, I'm so, like, distracted and confused that, like, I think to myself, like, oh, I'm putting Oscar in the ergo to go to my car so I can just carry his shoes instead of, like, putting them on him. And I proceed just to walk out of the place without getting his shoes at all. His shoes were just left behind for no reason. So we get in the car. I get Simon into the car, shut the door, and I come around to, like, strap Oscar in. Parking lot's crazy. I'm, like, driving out of the parking lot. We go. We get on the freeway. We drive on the very busy 210 freeway. Get off the freeway. And then my, like, GPS app gives me, like, two seconds to make a right turn like it's like not giving me enough notice so I kind of take a hard right and there's like a clunk in the back seat and Simon goes you didn't strap me in oh my gosh so I pull over and I'm like you know holding him I mean he's completely fine he didn't like hit his head on the window he literally just like slid out of his car seat but he slid (laughs) out of his fucking car seat like So I strap him in. We drive the rest of the way home. He's completely fine. But I, I mean, between the three, those three things all happening in a matter of like four hours. Uh, Too much. I was like, I mean, I, I just felt. Yeah. I don't even need to tell you. I felt no. horrible. I You're felt the worst like parents shit in the world. I yeah. felt like You're... utter shit. Like I couldn't you... do anything. Like Here's I, what's crazy is it seems like it's the kind of thing that you get through with and you're like, am, am I even the same person that yeah. I am on a normal day? Like, yeah. was I possessed and yeah. everything who I am I? Apos- yeah, who am I? Who what am did I? What did I just do? Completely. Yeah. The whole yeah. thing. We- That's incredible. Yeah. Well, well, you're horrible. Thank you. Uh, you, this will, you will enjoy this fail okay. tremendously. Okay, great. I was going to talk about the fact that I probably, it's probably my fault that I've ruined Ellis' sleep, but I've decided I'm going to skip that because I, I, this is for you. You need to hear this. Okay. In my sleep deprivation, uh, uh, I was, ta- we had just like picked Katie Bell up from one of her summer camp, uh, experiences here in Alabama and we get back to the house and I'm. Katie Bell's running in, and I have my coffee with me, and I'm taking Ellis out, and it's like 100 degrees, and I'm just like, ah, super stressed out for me, and kids, the car with the kids, I have like a bag, and of course I have a million things, and mm-hmm. like, <laughs> the next thing I know, I have handed my coffee to Ellis, mm-hmm. and not only has he had some, mm-hmm. he has thrown it so that it's like all over me, but it's just like oh. all over me, it's all over him. I mean, it was like the tail end of it, so it wasn't like hot or anything. Yeah, but like, I just was like, well, that's it. Ellis just had coffee, and he has also trashed us both. Yeah. And it was just like I don't even remember. Sort of like it's sort of like what you're talking about. I don't even remember 
physically handing, handing it to him. As if my 18 Michael's old yeah. Hey yeah. Ellis, help me carry this yeah. stuff Here into the house. Here's yeah. all my copy. Yeah. Right? Like just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So I join the I gave my 18 month coffee okay. club. Great. I'm here with you. Yeah. I was getting ready for work this morning and my six month old and my husband were both asleep and the room was dark, so I just thought I would very discreetly get dressed and ready for work without waking anyone up so I didn't have to deal with anything. And I grabbed what I thought were a pair of leggings and put them on quickly and put on my the rest of my clothes and headed off to work. And I live in Brooklyn. I got on the subway and I got on the train and realized that I really wasn't wearing leggings. I had pulled on a pair of thick knit tights. <laughs> And while it was almost enough to get by, at the end of the day, really, I had just gone to work with no pants on. And I was just really, for all (laughs) intents and purposes, wearing tights to work with no pants. So that was my day. I worked with no pants on because I was that tired and trying that hard to just get dressed and go to work. So that's my life. And I just thought it was funny and that people would appreciate it. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> I have, I to say, that is actually our first call of somebody actually not wearing pants yeah. out of their house. Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you for that. You, yeah, you really failed. Yeah. Good job. This, <laughs> that's like everyone's fail. fear, right? Isn't that what it we're is. all worried is going to happen? Just, mine is that I'm just walking around without shoes. Like, uh-huh. like, like at work or like picking oh. my kids up or whatever, but the not pants, same thing. Yeah. So you're a horrible person. Yep. Good job. Yeah. You suck. Good job. You suck. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. Speaking of sucking, uh, no guest today. So you just get this. You get this. You get all this excitement today. So why don't we just move right in to one of my favorite parts of the show? And that is uh, listening to a mom have a breakdown. Hi, I am calling with a rant. Uh, I'm a working mom, and I just got an email for a seminar entitled From Having It All to Leaning In. And one of the major panels is on work-life balance. (laughs) And it just made me start thinking about just how bullshit this kind of thing is. (laughs) First of all, it's from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. on a Sunday, which, you know, for those of us who want to actually have work-life balance is just a really Uh. terrible fucking time and day of the week (laughs) to have a seminar on work-life balance. And second of all, I don't know what they mean by having it all. Um, I think I do have it all. I have a job. I have kids. I have a crazy, messy house. And I have a shit ton of laundry to do. Uh, I'm perpetually late. I'm always apologizing. Uh, I kind of feel like everything is really tightly structured together. And if any one piece slips out of place, it's like dominoes and everything's going to fall apart. Like I lose my keys, my wallet, my phone, like eight times a week. So trust me, I have it all. And there's a whole lot of it. So 
I think most of this having it all stuff for women or things about leaning in um, and becoming these extremely powerful world leaders or executives, like, I don't want that. I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to, to be a CEO of Facebook or whatever. <laughs> um, I don't want to be rich or, or superhuman. I just want to be, you know, happy. And then the other thing is that, like, we don't ask men the same question. Like, men have been having babies and jobs for, like, ever. And no one ever says, like, oh, how dare you think that you get to have it all by having mm. children and also having a career. Like, we wouldn't think that. We have got to stop treating women like having a job, having a career that you might give a shit about is some sort of luxury that you give up when you start reproducing. Like, oh, if you want to use your ovaries, like tough shit, you're out of luck. You don't get to have this career that you spent, you know, 15 or 20 years working towards. We, wouldn't, we don't do it to men, but we still do it to women. And like, why can't we just stop? And don't even get me started on the Sheryl Sandberg lean in, because I'm all about leaning out these days. Like, I feel like life has become a pie-eating contest, where at the end they say, <laughs> yay, you win, you get to eat more pie. But I don't want more pie. Like, I'm good. I'm good on pie. Okay, I'm going to stop now. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I know. I just am like, Fuck yeah. I love the pie reference. I'm just yeah. like, that is, there is something there. Two things she said. One, this whole question of like happiness. I think I, I'm with her. I do already have it all myself. Mm-hmm. I have all those things, good and bad. Yep. I am pretty happy. And I think maybe a lot of us are until somebody starts asking us. or somebody starts suggesting that our happiness weighs beyond like what we're doing professionally or at home or like even just talking about work-life balance not that's not something that needs to be discussed but the assumption that that you're what you consider to to make you happy has to be questioned I think is one of the things that like makes that topic of work-life balance suddenly feel so judgmental yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And then the piting contest, absolutely. This idea that like you have to do more and more and more and more and more and more and more versus just balancing. Right. Like balance doesn't have to be balancing 50 things. Balance can be balancing three things really well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so just good for you. Good, good call. Can, can I also yeah. just say I love what she points out at the beginning about this conference yes. being on a Sunday <laughs> from four to nine, but also just the idea that you could go to a talk on work-life yeah. balance and that that would help you have work-life yeah. balance. Like the, the idea that like the problem isn't this system. Right. The problem is you just don't know how to have a good work-life balance. Let us like teach you how to balance this these impossible things that are impo- literally impossible to balance like right and and heaven forbid we teach you how to balance it by showing you that we're willing to help your work life balance by telling you it's okay to put your work on hold to do the seminar during business right. hours right exactly like the, the very idea yeah. of doing a conference on work life balance yeah. on sunday night yeah is is a it's joke. just fucking giving people more shit to do yeah, like it's it's like you need more stuff to do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. You need more pie to eat. Yeah, um, I love pie. 
Um, pie is really good. Pie is really good, guys. Yeah. <laughs> ask, ask us. Go back and listen to us when we were pregnant. We really like pie. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, all right, Teresa, what did we learn this week? One, our children are intentionally behaving differently with other people than they are with us. And my 18-month-old needs to cut it out and pull it together. Send him to uh, a little conference. Yeah, is there a conference? This. Yeah, because he could probably use some tools. That's right. Uh, no, in all honesty, I think there's not much you can learn about something like this. I, this just is such a be aware of it. Uh-huh. Maybe more yeah. so than there's an action you can take. I mean, right. I think, and I think it's once again, not getting wrapped up in forgetting that your kids are kids and that it's totally within their, their rights to act differently with different people. Yeah. And it's not their fault and they're not being mean about it or malicious about it. Um, and that it's great that other people get to have these different relationships with your kid and they don't have some magic pill unless they're turning the gas on to help them sleep at night. Um, <laughs> they don't have some like magic pill to make it that, that you don't have, uh-huh. you know, like for whatever reason, the day you're having, I think about like, why am I the one who keeps getting bit by Ellis? Yeah. Who is really biting these days uh-huh. uh, to add to the sleep deprivation. Um, and I'm like, well, because I'm, it's my shoulder that's in his face more hours of the day than Stefan. And if Stefan had him all day, I'm sure Ellis would turn around and take a chunk out of him. It's not yeah. like Ellis and Stefan have some like special bond that, you know, is different, though it may feel like it to me at times. If I step back and just say, you know what, what else is going on with me that, you know, is affecting how I see this, you know? So let's just remember that like kids are kids and no one is, and you're not doing a bad job to, or, or a really great job, no offense, you're not doing bad or good, to get the results that you're getting from your kid. Yeah, I agree with that. And also just, like, maybe put a positive <laughs> spin on it, even if it's not there. Just assume that it's because you because of your special bond with Ellis that yes. he's biting your shoulder. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you are it special is. to Ellis. That is... And that's part of why he's expressing it. It's that our way. special. It's our special bonding time. Uh, the biting, Teresa. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna end this. Yeah, and say that you are doing a really great job. Thank you. So are you, mm. Biz. <laughs> Thank you. Sleep is in I, your future, Biz. I appreciate you guys all letting me descend into madness on today's show. Uh, Everybody, you are all doing a really good job, you know, with your work-life balance and your kids and your not kids and your sleep and your not sleep. You're all, you really are all doing a good job. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to load down mama blues, I got to slow down mama blues, got to slow down mama blues, slow down mama blues, got to slow down mama blues, got to slow down mama blues, you know that's right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you are listening. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. 
One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, fussing by, not low down mama's room. Oh, said Daddy, baby, fussing by, not low down mama's room. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.